0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. Welcome to the show. The interview subject, if tuned in to listen to, is the great Ross the Boss, Ross Friedman. He used to be in Manowar, still is in The Dictators. Of course, he's got his own band, Ross the Boss, and now Death Dealer, which is the reason, the catalyst for the conversation. Death Dealer have a new album out. And what's it called? I just had it a moment ago. What the hell am I doing? Conquered Lands. I'm looking at it and I'm reading one of the singles names. Anyway, never mind. Ross and I have had many conversations. I truly enjoy talking to him. He is easily one of my favourite interview subjects. He will feature prominently, I might say, in my book. So here he is, Ross Friedman, a.k.a. Ross the Boss, here to talk about Death Dealer and a bunch of other cool stuff. Let's go. Gosh, you, you know, we've had, we've, God, I think we've had something like half a dozen conversations over the last four years. So your, your creativity is just off the charts these days. And I can tell you, if I died in the wall, I know I don't, you, you see what I look like now. I don't look like a metal fan, but I'm died in the wall. I am. I'm hardcore. Um, but for people like me, you, your music is just, you know, we talk about all this bullshit going on in the world at the moment. But as long as I think there's killer is from Ross, we're all right okay and there's plenty all over conquered land so it's it's wall to floor to the ceiling and back epic heavy metal and only the way that you know how to do and it's got your flavor you know your dna your herbs and spices all the way through it and everything i think you've ever done you know this mate my feelings on this but everything you've ever done is just imbued with quality because that's where men went shit when you weren't in it sorry my opinion potentially but i think a lot most people agree with me but uh, look i think with this particular album here with death dealer uh you are all living in different parts of the world i think aren't you is that correct so so how did it come together
1: well andrew it's a good story about the uh the band uh we uh after the second ross the boss record after Hailstorm in 2010 i took a break for a bit and because i had a german band and they were great guys and i said i think it's time for an american band for me and well, that's another story. But in the meantime, I get a call from—I think it was 2011. Or something. I get a call from Sean Peck, a guy called Sean Peck. I never heard of him before. I didn't know who, who Cage was, you know. And uh, because I really don't—I'm not a big—I don't listen to everything, you know. I'm yeah. Too busy listening to my blues, blues records. <laughs> you know me. I just—I'm <laughs> like—and you know, the Who Live at Leeds is about as crazy as I get. But I love—I love good, great heavy metal, of course. You know, so I get a call from this guy Sean, and he's telling me, "Yeah, yeah, you're great, and then, you know, we want you in our band. I have a band called Death Dealer. I'm gonna do, and we want you for guitar." I go, "That's nice. or it's either gonna be you or, or um a guy from K.K. Downing, my buddy. It's either gonna yes. be you, 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 or K.K. Downing." And I said, "I think K.K. is, I don't know him, Ben, but I didn't know him then. But I think K.K. is, is, is retired." And he goes, "Yeah, well." Then I got you know Rhino on drums and this guy so 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 was okay that sounds good sounds good and they said you know we have a name and we have this I said he seemed very extremely organized and I said all right I'll, I'll speak to, I'll be speaking to you and then the next day Stu Marshall called me from Sydney and this this big guy gets on the phone oh, I might with this great accent and he calls me up and I and he goes like you know I've been I'm your biggest fan you're my idol on guitar one of, i mean my top idols and hail to england's like the greatest record and you're like you, you just stick man i said we want you to be in our band and i go well Stu, i said the only thing that's going to get me in your band is some songs and so i said you know send me some songs and, and let me see what's going on with it you know mm-hmm. and and he sent me a bunch of songs uh and I, I listened and i go this shit's warm master i said this shit is pretty good and i it was really good and i was looking you know, it was at a time that I didn't I didn't want to do everything myself. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be the responsible, be the it guy, and everything, just everything. I got to do everything. I got to, you know, <laughs> da 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 And, and Sean was very, very uh, hard-working fellow, and said, we're going to have funding, and blah-blah-blah, blah-blah-blah-blah. And uh, so, you know, uh, he goes, uh, all right. So I said, after I'm thinking about it for a while, I go, okay, I'll do it. And so... Uh, Sean got, got in touch with my manager and we started doing, you know, uh, doing pedagraphs, and then we started working on things and a plan, and uh, uh, so we recorded Warmaster and uh first record, and then uh, we got on the Metal All-Stars tour. I was mm-hmm. a Metal All-Star. I was part of the, the troupe, and then Death Dealer, Sean brought on in a way, and we became the opening act. So I was my own opening act. <laughs> I was okay. opening up for myself. <laughs> I was playing with Death Dealer in all these European cities, and then I Played the metal all star stuff, and mm-hmm. so we did that. And then got to what we signed with Sweden, Sweden Music Group, and we did Hollow Ground, the second record. And then the Rusta Boss band kicked in again. I did uh, AFM did we did my contract? I did uh, by Bloodsworn in 2019, like not last, yeah, 2019 mm-hmm. by Bloodsworn or 2018, and then in and then in May, I did, then I, we did the new record. And then Born of Fire came out, March six. So, and then and then, then the shit show hit. I did a U, I, my U, U.S. tour, the Roster yep. Boss U.S. tour. The last show was in, in February 24th in Philadelphia at Live at Live Nation. And then, uh, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the shit the shit hit the you know, shit hit the fucking. Yeah, yeah, we know what and then,
0: happened. And, and then.
1: My headline tour of Europe got canceled in April, and then my summer dates, RTB summer dates got canceled, and then Death Dealer, we decided we're going to go move on on the record. So we started moving on on, on Death Dealer 3, and I said, Look, you know, and sure, this, I said, Sean, sure, we've got a lot of great songs, and let's just finish this record, and, the, and then Sean and Stu said, yeah, let's do it, and then they decided to go on a writing tear over, the, over March, April, you know, in the free time. Mm-hmm. When no one was doing nothing, and I've been working on Death Dealer Four. Death Dealer Four is completed.
0: Okay, really? sweet. I just have a couple, and we have five. Oh shit! Boundless creativity. Yeah, it's pouring out the pours, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you know, so when we go
1: on tour finally, Death Dealer, when when it when it becomes okay, we're gonna have we're gonna be touring on Death Dealer Three and Four together. Okay. So it's going to be strong. It's going to be really strong, and you know, if you did, you see the uh, running with the Walls video.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Well, i I've put it this way: I've seen all the videos online that you've got, so I must have seen it. Yeah. When, when
1: when when we did that, I I really realized that the band was really great, and we could really hit hit big crowds, and it was cool. So, hmm. you know, we're we're a pretty unified band, you know. So, we're looking forward to the future. What can I say?
0: It's awesome, man, as I say, uh, your, be- your boundless creativity, though, and your enthusiasm for playing heavy metal. And I might have asked this question before, but I was asking it in context to your contribution to Man of War, which is going to stand the test of time, it already has, what you're doing at Ross the Boss. You know, there's shows down here in Australia, as you know, they're very well received, fans love you down here, but, um, you know... Extending and joining another band, or putting together another band here, like Death Dealer, which means you're going to have another set of fans come on board. They just won't be Ross the Boss fans or Manowar fans. they will be Death Dealer fans that'll discover those other bands. So, mate, where where does this energy that you've got come from? Do you think?
1: Well, I, you know what, Andrew, I just don't take any. I don't take any time off. I'm here working. Mm-hmm. I work here every single day. I haven't had a day off. Well, I had days off when the lockdown was, right? but. That was that was forced. I haven't had a vacation in fifth. We've been open for 16 years. I haven't had a vacation in 16 years. And yeah. I just keep working and work every day. I work seven days a week. You know, mm-hmm. and... You know, if I'm, like, tomorrow night, I'm going to be recording Death Dealer. Uh, tomorrow night? Yeah, i am doing Death Dealer. Yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. My, my partner in my studio were down, down the block. And so everything's pretty close to me to work. And uh, it's just... I think that I don't know. I feel I feel like it's it's just coming out. You know, I'm doing the Dictators now. The Dictators got we just got back our first uh, mix. Ed Stasium mixed it. Our first song. It's it's fantastic. And Stu's mastering it. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so it's uh, we're, we're, I'm going to have the Dictators touring. I'm going to have Death Dealer touring. I'm going to have brought the Boss Band touring mm-hmm. when the time comes and. You know, I'm, I'm, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out doing what I want to do. A bit. You know, Definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 66 years old, but I don't feel it. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it to the I fucking drop. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I don't feel like I'm going to drop. So, I mean, uh, I'm in really good health. I mean, hmm. no, good on you. what can I say? I, have a, I just have a passion for playing guitar and I have a passion. I, I told my friend, I told Mark at The Animal. I, did, I was on his show the uh, yesterday, Area Area 22, Mark Mendoza from Twisted Sister, and he was in the Dictators. with. with so he has a big show now, exactly, you know, uh, internet show. So I, I just told him, and he goes like, you know what, you're you you know what, you're just the kind of guy that's just happy if you had a guitar in his hand, in your hands, Ross. I remember you. You know, he was in the band for two and a half years, from 77, mm-hmm. 75 to 77. I remember you at 4 a.m. in the morning. I used to come in. And partying and you were in bed, like with playing guitar. I mean, you just you know, you you're were,
0: just one of those guys. You know. Yeah, I've well, met guys like you a yeah, times I, actually. Yeah,
1: I, I thank God that, that I had my own my own style and my own uh, musical aptitude, and you know, so I mean, I just never stopped. I guess, you yeah. know, and so that's it's, it's not for me. It's an honor to play, and it's it's not a it's not a job. I don't consider it a job. You know, I consider it a, I consider it an honor to play.
0: You know, so I think that's I because you it sounds like you, you've got a lot of gratitude for it and I think when you're in that space of gratitude I think that's when more opportunities come through because you're more open to things I think look I, I've got to say I haven't you know almost I think I've done over 600 interviews at this time and everybody's pretty cool you know that like people I don't I don't get to talk to Keith Richards or Mick Jagger or anybody at that level but yourself the guys in living color the guys in the black the Norwegian black metal bands there's always something that links Everybody, all of you great musicians that have a world-renowned name, and I think it is, you just love doing what you're doing, and and you, you can't buy that enthusiasm, you can't fake that enthusiasm, because you see, uh, I don't know whether no. you saw um, poor old Meatloaf's AFL, Australian Football League, grand final appearance, about 10 years ago or so, did you see that footage? No. It's, a, well, it's, it's horrible, to be honest with you. That's when you can tell someone's lost not just the passion, but... They've also lost the ability, and that's a sad event when that happens. Yeah. Also, Scott Weiland too. You know, it happened to him just before he died.
1: Yeah, it's sad. It's sad to see that, but that will never be me. I guarantee you. Uh, if that's if I if I have to go through the motions to get on stage to earn some money, I will never, ever. I will, I, I will never, ever do that ever. You know, yeah. I, I I I approach show as it's my last show. I appro I approach each show that that it. I don't care if it's 2,000 people or 20 people or 200 people. If they see me play, I'm going to play my fucking... I, I will give everything that's in me that night. You know? And so if I go to bed and I don't wake up the next morning, they will have known that I, I've given them their best. Yeah, you know? like And that's the, I, that's the way I feel it. Especially, you know, now, this time in life, I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know what's going to fucking happen. So... You know, yeah. so I'm 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 here I'm here for the music, really, because you know, I you know, I've made money but not what you think I made, you know. And uh, I don't I don't hold people at blame for it. I could if I wanted to, I'd be very vindictive and angry, but I'm not. I, I can't live with anger in my life. I can't live you know, in just anger. I you know.
0: No, I'm hearing you. I now look I at the opportunities.
1: Yeah. I look at the opportunities ahead. I look at the the the, the great the great things that the three bands that are come, uh, that we're setting up that's going to happen when we finally get to play. Yeah. Or the all the exciting things that are ahead. You know, that's what I look at. I can't do nothing about the past. I
0: can't. Oh, I agree. I mean, but as I say, mate, your your music stands a test of time. It's there's a clearly identifiable shift. Um, in Man of War sound after you left. It lost that edge. Um, it started to become a bit more Joey in the Man of Wars. And, oh, that's how I call it after, what was the album there? Was it um, Louder Than Hell? That sort of stuff. You know, there were some okay tracks here and there, but isolated. Triumph of
1: Steel or whatever that one. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was just identifiably, without your ideas, they started leaning more on the classical shit, and they just do not compose classical music well. By all means... Go out there and play classical music if you think you're good at it, but the classical stuff they've got on their albums, in my humble opinion, is garbage.
1: Yeah, well, I don't, you know, I don't really listen to it. I, I and I, I'm not like I can't criticize it. I I, I wouldn't. I don't criticize other musicians. Uh, I don't think it's my place uh,
0: hmm. to do it. I appreciate it. that. Yeah, I know. I, I offer my opinion, not not expecting yeah, a response. I will if do it. You know,
1: I, I will not do it. People want me to do it. People want me to slag them. But I won't. Hmm. I
0: won't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you've got too much class for that, mate. Plus, to your point, you've got all this other, this cool stuff going on. I mean, the I'll, I'll bring us back to Conquered Lands because I, I wanted to see who mastered it. And lo and behold, there's a fellow called Moura Applebaum who's done, I hope I've got his... Mar- yeah, he's He has converted to digital for the purposes of streaming that many albums I couldn't... I mean, huge bands, I think, as you've seen, as you know. But... The sheen yeah. that he's given your album here, it's perfect. And it, across these things here, the iPhones, it comes across. Yeah. I was listening to it on my phone, so on the phone through the Bluetooth speaker system in my Jeep. see uh-huh. t- I was in Northern yeah. New South Wales, tra- traveling around, and had your music blasting over, and I was like, "Wow, this sounds so much better." And, and you know, I could I tested it against um, Metal Works by Judas Priest. You know, that greatest hits collection that they put out in about '94 or whatever it was. And mate, your sound is just all over it.
1: Yeah, thanks. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We, we we really have a good uh, we have a good um, uh, partnership on guitar, means too. So, you know what? I like to think that when I can't play, he can play, and when he can't play, I can play. <laughs> well, that's the way we have it. There's no ego. I don't care. You know? As long as the solo, the right solo is on the right song. You know, what I'm saying that's what I that's what I believe in. So. Mm.
0: Well, I think you've done that. That was the, the the my next question. and You kind of answered it. Was did you experiment at all on this album? Because I, I couldn't really hear that you were doing anything different from what you're known for. But I felt I found that there wasn't a lot of experimentation that failed. If there was on there, because everything seems like it snaps together like a jigsaw puzzle.
1: Yeah. Well, what we do is um, when when the song the basic bed is done, we start doing solos and stuff like that. Like, I play a certain part, then he plays a certain part, then he'll go, oh, oh shit, I gotta play, redo my part. <laughs> he wants to redo his part. Okay, Stu redoes his part. And then I hear what he's done, and I go, well, I'm gonna redo my part. And then, you know, I hear a little something that it just, so but by, by, by the time we're done, you know, and it doesn't take long, and by the time we're done, we have something that's really uh, solid, and you know oh yeah you can hear it and really it really works together so uh yeah and plus you know the whole package i think of the record is fantastic i really do
0: yeah i I agree yeah yeah the artwork i'm just looking at it now it's uh it's got an egyptian a real uh real demon style egyptian vibe to it it's it's classic stuff actually is it who was the the fellow that did it? Because he obviously. Oh, look at that, man! I'd love to have one of them with Australian tour dates on the back. Suzanne Markovic? Okay, there you go. His name is... All right, so, Sean, you got it. You got to
1: want merch. You got to like. You got to get it from Sean.
0: Okay. Gil Cartel. Okay.
1: We're, there's we're... a lot of. Pa- there's, a, there's a whole lot of different packages you can get, and. Uh, you know, different kind of what you you know, kind of different stuff, you know, patches and buttons and all sorts of metal stuff you can get.
0: Do do you find the that? T-shirt? Do you find particularly with with your brand of metal, so across Death Dealer, Ross the Boss, maybe not the Dictators, of course, because that's a bit different. But do you find that, that you get a lot of fans wanting to purchase physical? They want the stuff, not streaming. Yes.
1: And that's what we, what we 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 preach to our fans, that the only way to really help us is by buying physical products from the band. Like, you know, you want the boss stuff? You just I, I got some stuff here. I mail out stuff all the time, sweatshirts, koozies, with my name on it. Whatever I got, you can buy it. It really helps. It helps the bands because now the band we're not making any money out of nothing, you know. And we're only we're only giving three songs to Spotify, to Shitify. And uh, <laughs> they were only given three songs. If you want other songs, if you want the whole thing, you got to buy the whole thing. That's it. That's it. You got to buy the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think metal fans are conditioned to do that. Spotify themselves found that when they did their their uh, when they looked at their own data, they found that the most engaged audience was the heavy metal audience, not the urban audience or the R and B audience who were just about the latest flavor. Like this latest, I couldn't agree more with. These are Butler's comments, actually, about this bloody Cardi B song that's out there at the moment, mate. I am no prude by any means. In my 42 years of age, I've said, and you know, I've been around some pretty weird shit. Let me tell you. But the way that she—I mean, I've got daughters, right? And it's not just because of that. But I read those lyrics, and I was like, "Oh shit! It's next-level garbage." Is all it is. I mean, who's it's, that? Cardi B. You know those those urban artists. Oh, you know that.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs>
0: That's awful. You, you know the one I'm talking Jesus. about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. WAP. That's the one. I could. I read the lyrics and I was like, I mean, I interview, I actually interview some urban and some, some hip hop artists and the like who've got some risque lyrics, but I still think they're pushing it to the line, but they never cross it. That crosses it uh, big time. And oh, she knows, and those marketing assholes know that there are eight year old girls out there that are going to be singing this garbage. It's
1: disgusting. It's disgusting. You know, it's, it's horrible. It really is.
0: It Mate, so, yeah, it's, well, what do we do? though? can't control it, I suppose. It's just the way the marketing machine works and the way that they try to get likes, clicks, buys, and whatever else it is that they need to do, you know? But, um. you know, uh,
1: yeah. we also have a new member band, We have Mike bond Mike on bass, and, uh, He's just, he's just he's in Ross the Boss Band, you know, and, and Symphony X, and he's just a killer. He's a killer bass player, and he's really
0: up up. He's really up the game for for, for Death Dealer on bass. You got you got Steve Bolognese on um, on drums too, man. He's a yeah. killer drummer. Yeah, I
1: got three fifths of the band. I think it's yeah. RTB and Death Dealer, so it's great. So
0: it's a great. Thing. So three fifths. So you got the singer. Obviously, is is he originally? He's not from the states originally. Is that correct? Or or am I got got my wires crossed there? The singer. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean. Yeah. Patrick's from California. California. Oh yes. Okay. There you go. I was reading somewhere online that someone in your band was from Peru, but I might have had my wires crossed when I was reading another article there. But three fifths. A Ross, the boss, and then you got Sean, and then you got your Aussie friend there on guitar as well, Stu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how did you guys meet each other? Well, he called me up.
1: Sean called me up. I, I told you he called me up, and I then he he was bullshitting with me, and then Stu called me the next day. Oh, that was that so was just I, out of
0: the bl- out of the blue that he he called you. Okay, right. Yeah. Fair enough. You know,
1: you don't get something, you don't get anything if you don't answer it. Hmm. <laughs> you don't. So we, you
0: know,
1: we talk. Stu sent me songs and I listened and I said you know what I was in Ross the boss wasn't doing anything and I said okay okay I'm in and then uh,
0: just kept going well that's a good lesson for anybody out there who wants to work. But, uh, but the thing is Stu obviously has his, sh- has his shit together so if you're going to call somebody out of the blue like that have your shit together know what you want and also have something that is of relative value to the person you're reaching out to <laughs> what he
1: did was balls let me tell you something calling me like that but he, he, he said he came through with everything he said he was going to come through to. You know, and he's, and he's he does uh, he got a lot of money. He makes a lot of money, and he's very fucking smart. He's very smart, Sean Peck. And a very talented guy, great voice, and uh, what can I say? You know, he makes it happen.
0: Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I'll make this my final point. What's that? Baseball, there you go. <laughs> uh, you, it's not cricket. No, I was going to say, we you know cricket. Huh? Baseball is like a fringe sport down here. I think it's only played by like, there you go. There's the the day-night ball, the white ball. Yeah. 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 Used to play a lot of that.
1: Yeah. They played here.
0: Are they, mate, are they uh, Americans that are doing it, or are they mainly like subcontinentals, like Indians and Pakistanis and stuff? People, they come
1: are Pakistanis, some uh, Americans, some are South Amer- South Africans, some Australians come here to play it, you know? Hmm. Great. I love cricket. I think it's great, cricket.
0: Well, we've got, game. you know what it's like here, mate. There's a cricket net in every suburb. There's one just down the road from me here that sometimes I walk to.
1: Cricket devotion. I've never seen anything. on TV every day. Women play it. Women, you have women's leagues. Hmm.
0: It's
1: fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, cricket is big business. Mass- cricket is actually one of the world's most uh, uh, lucrative sports because it's played in India. Yes, You've got a billion, a billion it's potential viewers. You know. All right, yes. look, mate. I'll, I'll right. make this my uh, my final point for you congratulations Ross, you're you are going to be in my book so I'm writing my book at the moment and due to the nature of the, the fact that I am a man or fan, I'm a fan of uh, your work in the band and Ross the Boss the, um, everything you've done I'm a fan of so how can you not be in the book so I'll uh, I'll, thread you, I'll thread you into the book and once it's done, I'm also working on another book as well for a Hare Krishna devotee I'm helping ghost write his biography when they're done, I'll send across the pair of them, I don't know when that'll happen but you know, best laid plans, I'm trying to get everything done as quickly as I can Take
1: that, and thank you for your support and kind words.
0: Very nice. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. That interview subject was Ross Friedman, a.k.a. Ross the Boss, ex manowar War. He's in The Dictators. Of course, he's got his own eponymously titled band, and now Death Dealer. Hope you enjoyed that one. I love talking to Roscoe. Thanks very much.